0: See the last reliving with uh, the Warrior promo and, and fast.
1: Oh my God, yo, the last pro. And you know what? I'm so glad that we can do these things with Wrestling Bios right now because I don't remember a lot of these moments. When yeah. he gave the forewarning and was like, just so y'all know, I have clipped this down into three minutes and I've taken all the pauses out. I'm thinking like this is going to be like a good 30 seconds or one minute of talking. This had to be a fucking eight minute promo from the ultimate warrior. And I don't remember that. The only thing that I remember between ultimate warrior and Hulk Hogan was Hogan going, ah, ah I got visions and you got ultimate warrior just ah, blah, blah, doing a whole bunch of bullshit. That's the only thing that I remember from, from warrior being to WCW. I remember this debut
0: only honestly, honestly flipping back and forth and I don't know if I fully registered, like, yo, he's still fucking talking. But it's like, I was flipping back and forth through various segments of Raw, and that segment was still going on. Kind of <laughs> experienced that before. Kind of experienced that before with the, uh, the Tonight Show segment. That was the first time I realized, yo, they be talking forever on this show. Like, the Tonight Show segment with Eric Bischoff had the fake uh, Tonight Show on the side of Nitro set yeah. 25, 30 minute promo. It would make Triple H feel like a fucking Takamichi Noku squash match.
1: So that was literally like a 15-minute, 20-minute joint that and and you heard bios go, Oh yeah, they're definitely booing in the middle of this. Like that yo. was something that was pissing you off. You go right straight back to Raw.
0: Yes. It it honestly, that segment pushed it had to push so many people back to Raw because it was like <laughs> awfully long. So long. Like so the same thing with the Warrior promo. It's like, yo, this is a moment. It's Warrior and Hogan in the ring, but it's like, yo, Warrior. You can see Bischoff getting annoyed on the side of Hogan, too. He's like, Yeah. Yeah. He's doing a lot of this. He's
1: doing like he's like, yo.
0: I wish I could yell cut, but I can't
1: warrior. God damn it. What the hell do you think you're doing? I got, I got a better, I got a better bish off than I think. Wow. That's crazy. I got a better bish off than I think. Yes. Yes. That is not bad. I'm going to, I'm going to workshop, I'm going to workshop my bish off just a little bit, but recut gems. Welcome back. Everybody. Another black print, Patreon bonus here for everybody. MC alongside a plus here to be able to talk about some things that we've been catching up for the past couple of weeks. Plus, I'm not going to lie. Let me see you getting down for the past couple of days. I don't want to hit the I don't want to hit the Ted DiBiase. <laughs> but some very good, uh, some very good rooms that you've been in for the past couple of days,
0: man. Uh, I, first, thing, I think my boy nails. Uh, he's the assistant program director, afternoon host at uh, Power 107.5, 106.3 in Columbus. Um, he got tickets for Smackdown in Columbus last Friday. And, um, man, we were second row at that thing on the hard cam side. So if mm-hmm. you don't know the hard cam for folks listening, that's the side that the wrestlers are playing to as far as the camera side. So it's like everybody's we're, – we're looking directly at the show, basically. And we're looking at the, like on the hard cam side seat. So I, it's probably the best he's ever had at a show. And um, I was also saying to myself, like, I've done so much wrestling this month. It's insane. <laughs> like, I can't remember the last – I don't think I've ever been to that much wrestling, many wrestling shows in one month.
1: Is it tiring you out yet? Um, I can't
0: say because I like I said, man. I'm extremely grateful and thankful for those seats, but um, man, it, it was like wow. I tell you what, tired me out that that drive back. That drive back from Columbus to Cleveland is no joke. It's two hours, and it's not like a you you know two hours, is two hours, but it feels longer because there's not a lot of shit in between. It's not a lot of trees.
1: Is it just like a two? Is it like a two lane? Is it like a two lane joint?
0: Um, no, no. So it's two lanes in between Cincinnati and Columbus. Yeah, and that shit at night is. Oh my gosh! You have to yeah, exactly. Stay awake, you have to force yourself to stay awake. But um, the road, the road tired me out a little bit this weekend. Coming back uh, yesterday, a little bit worn out. Caught the Davis and uh, Garcia fight. Phantom fucking punch to the to the fucking liver, right? <laughs> like, geez, dog. I mean, he sat are there. You, are you
1: are you doing the Tin Man? Are you doing the Tin? You doing the Tin Man? You going to think about it to that punch? Think about it. I mean, dog.
0: Phantom <laughs> punch to the liver, fam. I, I'm not saying it wasn't. It was a worked punch. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, yo, you barely fucking saw it, and you're like, he he was staggering backwards, knowing he kind of didn't want to smoke, but then he went, and, then he got you know on the knee like boys to men, and his nose is bleeding. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, he's bleeding off of a fucking liver shot. That that's kind of crazy because you know Garcia said he's gonna take him out with a body shot. So you know it's kind of karmic.
1: I try to think about the amount of times that you could get hit in the stomach, and I was ta- I was, ta- I, was ta- I was asking some of my boys while we were watching the show as well. Like I was like. They were showing all the, the legends, obviously. Mayweather was out there screaming, I don't have a good Floyd, so I can't give you a good Floyd. All,
0: all, I, got is, all I got is, Roger Mayweather, my trainer. Roger Mayweather. <laughs> <laughs> he was yelling in the
1: gym. <laughs> I a he's a Floyd. Hold on. I think, that's a pretty good Floyd. I don't know if I can get into a Floyd yet. Oh, I got <laughs> And then they showed Mike Tyson, and, you know, he's hands up. You know, he, does, he doesn't really look like he enjoys a lot of, the, a lot of the, the limelight as there's two fighters that are there right now. But I asked my boys, I was just like, yo, how much do you want for mike tyson to punch you just straight in the stomach and it was multiple millions being discussed being uh discussed yeah have to be have to be so now that the ending happens i'm like okay so i'm not necessarily saying that uh tank is mike tyson in a case but then i saw the number that is 18 body shots i'm like okay so if a nigga were to hit me with that type of strength 18 times am i gonna drop to one knee and blood star rushing in my nose. And I see the punch. I was like, okay, if he ate 18 of those, I can kind of see that happening. But the controversy was definitely that punch, just grazing in the side and they just, ah, I can't breathe. And then, and then they, and then they called it. So I don't know. I'm not, I'm not boxing man. So I'm definitely a guest in this household, <laughs> but I don't know if that was a controversial night, like how it was on a uh, Saturday night for a lot of the avid watchers.
0: Right, right. I, I just think that, you know, it was a testament to the guy's strength. You know, he really didn't see it. It, it didn't come across on TV as well. I yeah. mean, in the replay, it really didn't come across as like a staggering, damaging blow. It just looked like a body shot that caught him. He staggers backwards. Five seconds later, he's on his knee, on one knee. So, I, yeah, I, I can't, I, like I said, I'm not a boxing man either. I don't know for sure, but I do know that he is one of the hardest hitting punchers. You know, you can see that easily throughout the entire fight.
1: I am still a little bit upset with you, though, because you said you made WWE Snapchat, and lo and behold, as you sang, our th- this is our theme song for the Usos, and you know it, you know it, lo and behold, who did I see with a one to the sky, not even just the, not even the side, not even one of the, these little joints, not even the ones that they try and do on the side, like on some sneak tip the arm was extended into the heavens who was that that I saw on WWE Snapchat
0: I got I got footage of me singing got kicked in my shit in front of me <laughs> if that redeems me at all
1: and it, and it is
0: I ain't gonna lie it's kind of a sucker version I was like hum, hum, at the end of it so uh, I, you petered it oh no I footage, man I'll forward the footage yeah I did put the ones up with the, the bloodline is now in your city
1: and that's all. And that's all. You didn't. You didn't boo. And you said, "You know what? else in the city? A kick to the nose, you bastard! You didn't do one of those." <laughs> I didn't say it's not a
0: retain. It's a big job, either. I'm kind of <laughs> of- you didn't get that off. I didn't get that off. I'm kind of. I, I in back, I am kind of disappointed in myself because I should have did that at least.
1: Solo was staring at still. Solo was staring at you. You don't have to tell us. I know it. I know it for a fact. Hey, Liv was staring at my soul too, man. I, I, Yo that was crazy that was uh, you weren't you weren't sweating or stammering or anything like that like, was, <laughs> it, it, it was it was definitely it was definitely camera shaking well, yeah. but again, we have stability on our iphone so your iphone wouldn't have you wouldn't, iphone wouldn't have snitched on you i mean it
0: was yeah yeah it was it was a moment i said that much it was a moment i'm lost for words as you can see it was a moment
1: for listeners you're going to be able to hear in the next uh around the halftime point of our recut gem special A segment that completely... I'm a little bit embarrassed. I'm a little bit embarrassed that I had to tap out. It was a strong crossface. Not to bring up Redacted, but it was one of them crossfaces that are like right at the nose right here. And you watch it on TV and you're just like, they have to tap. And then you're just like, I'm not gonna! And you just hold it for like a couple of seconds. But then you gotta tap because you know that the nose is about to break. It was one of those segments between A+, and I that completely threw me off that I feel like it's gonna I, I don't think anybody is gonna to be able to guess the answer once yeah. they hear this segment a little bit later in the show
0: like you said it was like the cross face when, you know when the odds were against Triple H at WrestleMania 20 you know mm-hmm. and and he, he was just had him in the cross face it just ah, man he, he wanted to hold on he held on as long as he could crimson face crimson mask face and all and he just couldn't do it
1: he's like oh, today's the day huh oh, god damn it well <laughs> 2003 was fun <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I got to drop it to this bastard. <laughs> so he lost
0: to the odds and then Randy Orton beat the odds at SummerSlam. And it's mm-hmm. history.
1: And then you get your, you, you, you get your thumbs down. You get your, uh you get your uh, Batista moment. You get your WrestleMania 21. I don't know if I'm going to be able to have my redeeming WrestleMania 21 moment. I would like to think that on the next time that we do this segment, I'm going to knock it completely out the park, but it involved a lot of different songs that we have heard From top stations, the good thing about having all these different archives is that all these radio stations and all of our favorite stations, whether you're on the West Coast, the East Coast, you're in the South, you're in the Midwest, everything is pretty much documented from a radio perspective, so you and I were going through some of the top hits, the top 10, 100, actually, no, not even top 10, we were specifying top 10, but it was literally a list of the top 100 songs that were being played in 2006 in 99 jams today's episode is going to be a little bit uh a little bit before that we're going to be talking yeah. about some things from 2003 and we're going to be talking about a pretty controversial topic especially a controversial radio topic throughout today but 2006 threw me for a fucking loop if there's anybody <laughs> that can guess this answer before you actually hear it around halftime i don't know if we have a uh, if there's anything that can be provided but you know what i would be completely stunned if there's anybody that can get this answer by the time that you hear it
0: I tried to set it up the best way I could. I tried to eliminate everything that I possibly could, and it was it's, it's it's one of those records, man. I wasn't thinking about that's the okay. I
1: can't I can't spoil I can't spoil it. I can't spoil it. You're going to hear it, but radio wise, I think we also have plenty of things to talk about from a 2023 perspective. Because I'm not gonna lie, some of y'all online owe an apology to myself and a plus because we spent a couple of minutes out of our lives wasting time. With some of these takes, and I don't know who to provide. I don't know who to 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 pinpoint this take at. Whoever the first person was online to be able to have this take, but I'm pissed off. Who was it that said this damn AI song between Drake and The Weekend was nice? I need to know names.
0: I don't know if it was. uh, See, I don't want to get the name in folks and not be right. (laughs) Yeah, I was. I was so close. I was this close to doing it. But um, I've seen Ebro comment on it. I can't remember what he said though. That's what's bothering me.
1: Was he like, "Yo, this is what they need on her"? What's my Ebro? Vo- I, I can't. I don't know if I can get in the Ebro back, the Ebro. yo. I don't think I have an Ebro. Her loss, man. If they had this on her loss, that shit would have been hard. <laughs> That's a decent Ebro. That's a decent Ebro. I feel like I can. I, I could workshop that Ebro. Yeah.
0: But here's the thing about that. There's a lot of Drake-isms and Weekend-isms on that mm-hmm. AI song that the, what's his guy named, Ghostwriter, whatever his, whatever his name is, produced the song. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of nothing. And it's a lot of people that I think aren't the biggest fans of Drake or biggest fans of Weekend who are saying, see, so easy. A robot can do it. <laughs> I knew it. See, it's no soul, no originality. Anybody could do You can't do that with Brand Nubian. can't do that with Wu-Tang. So, you know, with that crowd, you're never going to please them. They're going to say whatever about the product. But for somebody who listens to Weekend, for somebody who listens to Drake, such as us, we're like, all right. There's a, there was back in the day, outside of Walmart, There used to be like, you know, 50 cent Coca-Cola machine, 50 cent Pepsi machine, mm-hmm. 25 cent Sam's Choice machine. Mm-hmm. That would be the latter. That's what the AI track is. It's Mountain Lightning. It's Dr. Perky. It's not the real thing.
1: And the worst part It came, I feel like a lot of the praise that was online for this song, if you have not heard this song yet, just like A Plus said that there's a producer that was on TikTok. He said, I'm going to put together a record between Drake and The Weeknd. I'm going to make it sound like a a Drake and Weeknd record, and I'm going to show you how well things are going between A.I., and music. And it's been a controversial topic. There's a lot of music faithfuls that just don't like this. And it's gonna be a controversial topic. I would say for the next couple of months, it's kind of dormant right now because there's not anything that's like very damaging outside of Drake actually looking at the ice spice one and said, All right, y'all got one more of these before <laughs> I start before I start banning the hammer. And honestly, Drake, I, I I don't I don't blame you. I would not want to hear myself uh over munch either. So right. I completely understand, but the record ends up blowing up in ways that a lot of the troll ones kind of haven't. There was the Jay-Z, I Spice one that was kind of like, ha ha, that's pretty <laughs> funny. It's not like these can get any worse. And then there was the Drake Munch, and then there was Drake doing some other records. Um, but now it's getting into a point where this record had to now be pulled by labels. I think the song was called "Hard on My Sleeve. Here's the article that comes out from billboard here the stream count for heart on my sleeve translates to thousands of dollars but since the track was pulled from platforms its royalties may be withheld so now we're actually talking about something that is specific money wise to try and document or try and give towards somebody who has now put together this record, and I don't think the producer Ghostwriter has actually even came out and said, "Yeah, I'm expecting the seven thousand or nine thousand dollars that was that came from streaming and came from DSPs on this." But now we're going into a moment where artificial intelligence, and especially with records, is going to be tougher to try and uh, to try and uh, pinpoint to try and document and i would assume from a radio perspective this is going to be something that's a lot more challenging you haven't gotten like any requests from some ai bot to say hey can you play this uh, can you play this made up can you play this made up drake at 21 savage record that we have no nah, but i've been
0: getting tweets for years from made up bots asking me to play Nicki minaj records so <laughs> you know, shout to the barbs but nah, not for an ai song yet no nah, we haven't reached that point yet and I hope we don't, because by the way, Ghost Rider, that shit was trash, fam. I know there's people that say it was cool.
1: Shit's trash, all right? That's what I don't get. It'd be the people that say, yo, her loss is pretty ass. But then when they hear this hard on my sleeve, it's like, yeah, man, this is what should have really been on the record. And it's, it's a base level, four in the morning, groggy, tired Drake, and probably a base first five minutes in the studio version of The weekend over a beat that he had Drake say Metro on the beat so you know that it's a, it's a like something just so standard where people are like woohoo fire and i'm just like why did i waste time with this but now i'm glad that i kind of did because this is going to be something that's going to be even worse for the next couple of months it just sounds like a hater's idea of
0: Drake. Like, yeah, let me just input these lyrics. He's always talking about fucking 21. Let me put that in there. He's always talking about fucking Slat. Let me make sure that's in there, too. It's like, yo, this is just wrote, wrote from a hater's perspective, man. Clearly.
1: Bill Burr said those streams are worth real money, too. And since streaming royalties are distributed on a pro rata basis, meaning an overall revenue pool is divided based on the total popularity of tracks, the royalties earned by Heart on My Sleeve is revenue that is then not going to other artists. Aside from the rights issues at play, that money underlines one of rights holders' key concerns around AI generated music that it threatens to take money away from them. From Heart on My Sleeve, the 1.4 million US streams it received over four days were wow. worth about $7,500, Billboard estimates, while the 2.1 million total global streams were worth closer to $9,400. Clearly, anything under $10,000. Drake probably puts in his fireplace like Mm. I I don't think it's going to be anything that Drake is going to be putting into uh, uh, legal actions as far as trying to get that money. But I would assume that these labels and some of these companies are not going to like the amount of people that are going to try and pull off fake records and try to generate these things on streaming like it's different from blends. And even if blends had a little bit of a negative, uh, not necessarily a negative connotation, but it was kind of enjoyed tongue in cheek. Uh, from the blends that we had heard in the early 2000s like 50 and Biggie and people using Pac records and any of those other po- those other posthumous albums from Pac and everything that we've heard the Biggie duets like those obviously get a tongue-in-cheek reaction but yeah. it's completely different I would say than us having the direct ability to use an artist's voice and put together, put together whatever the fuck we want and try and profit from it monetize it
0: yeah, I mean, come on, man, Ghost trying to you know get that nine thousand from those streaming services. They're gonna hit his ass with the big Stephen A. <laughs> what do you think? I <laughs> getting that money, pal? Sorry, it's not happening.
1: And I don't, I don't want to be nervous about it. I don't want to be like the guy that's big tech and tech is on its way to destroy us all and the robots are gonna melt us. Like I've, I've never been that guy. in My childhood, I'm not that guy today. But I start thinking about how quick and how bad can this actually turn like from a radio perspective i would assume that there are so many human components that are still to radio that i don't think that this would ever be something that becomes an overtaking where you'll hear your usual billboard records and all the other records that get spun on radio and then you'll have your abundance of ai stuff that just makes its way like there's another one that's going out right now i think somebody had the weekend cover uh, Kevin Little turn me on and on TikTok, Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's cool. It's cool to hear, but my lovers will be jamming in a party and you want whining on me. Like I don't think there were many people a couple months ago that were expecting uh, Weekend to cover Mario Winans. Obviously, that's a real record, yeah, but yeah. it's cool online until you actually start entertaining how many people are going to try and pull this off from a DSP perspective, but maybe it's me just just trying to prepare for the worst like a year or some time of some kind of instance where, let's just say, hypothetically speaking, Apple Music and Spotify start providing you an option to take this artist's voice, take this track that's on our uh, on our database. Obviously, the hundreds of millions of records that we have, combine them for fun. See how it plays. And I think that would just be the base of that. I don't think they would ever allow you to share it. I don't think that... I, I honestly don't know how bad this could end up getting.
0: Yeah. I think that's the thing we're all kind of afraid of is what What will this lead to? You know, when you speak yeah. of radio, it's like, will there be AI jocks? Will there be AI DJs? You know, that AI news reporters, you know? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. It's kind of terrifying. Um, But like you said, I'm not fully afraid of the future. It's like, you know, we got to, of course, make sure we do this the right way. And I don't know what the right way is. And, uh, you know, I just, I don't think that, like you said, I don't think that doomsday is, is imminent because of AI.
1: 99 Jazz, South Florida's true home for hip hop and r b hey! Talk 32, where you control the music we play. We, want it, we, love it. we turn the radio over to you. Download the 99 Jams app now for free from your iPhone or Android app store. You can vote for your favorite songs. We'll even alert you when it's on. Press the open mic to hear yourself live on 99 Jams. And take the funniest show in the city with you wherever you go.
0: Hey, it's Ricky Smiley.
1: With the Ricky Smiley replay. We are South Florida's true home for hip-hop and R&B. 99 Jams.
0: This is 2006. This is the number one song on 99 Jams playlist in 2006 in Miami and it's not pop, it's not reggae, it's not rap. Technically,
1: technically, it's not R&B. Who was out in 98 and came back 06 with a record? But you said it's not pop, so it can't be Timberlake. Nah. And I would pop. not expect that to kill 99 jams like that. And they said it release dates 2005.
0: I mean, so maybe it came out like late 05 and just ran, you know, 06. Like late 05 and ran 06? This, this is like... This is, a to this day, a auntie classic. Mom, maybe be a classic. Uh, auntie classic? Oh, big time. Um, big time. Big time. That's why I said it. I was like, I'm surprised it wasn't on Hot 105, but... It's not Cupid Shuffle. No. I can't say you're close because it's not exactly... Cause he but wasn't it's out. A, it's on the same
1: cookout playlist, though. It's on the same, same cookout playlist. playlist? Okay, yeah. so it's not. So in the same vicinity of a cupid shuffle, it can't be wobble. Wobble was nah. Oh seven, oh eight. No, wobble's like oh eight. Yeah. yeah and like say, 08, this, guy, this
0: guy. This guy. I'm giving away when I say this guy. This guy's not exactly an artist. He's more of an orchestrator. Ah,
1: uh, this is fucking tough. Um, I really want to use the oh, cheat sheet. Good. Okay, I'm going to use one cheat sheet. Alright Cool. I'm gonna go on Apple Music. I'm gonna look at hip hop R&B hits 2006. But see, it's not. It might not be on it because technically
0: it's not hip hop or R&B. It's right? not, it's not or R&B. It's not pop and it's not reggae.
1: Um, it can't be Norles Barkley. No, nah, but that's a great
0: fucking. Uh, that's a great fucking uh, answer, though. That's great, that? A
1: great, a great guess. Yeah, yeah, that's, a Damn, great, yeah that that that's a great. Yeah, that could have been it. That could have been it. Ninety eight came back. That's a That was a like,
0: great fuck, that guess. Nah, seriously, okay. that's a great guess okay um, so then um i'm telling you it's so left field though man it's it's more left field than that because like i said it reaches from young to old it's like a one of those eight to 88 songs
1: man and you said it's a guy eight to 88 fuck i don't think i'm gonna get i don't think i'm gonna get this hold on um it can't be nah it can't be that and you already said it's a guy so all the girls are eliminated oh yep Uh ninety eight to 06 And he's and he's a composer more so an artist. Exactly. I was
0: going to compare him to somebody, but I'm like, nah, it's gonna give it away. this gonna give it me away. Up.
1: This is fucking me up. he's an ad So it's it could and be a he's DJ. an ad lib guy. He's an ad lib guy all day long. He ad-lib. he's an ad lib guy. Okay, nah, hold on, hold on, big hold on, hold on. Big time ad lib guy. So I'm looking through all the DJs. I got Chipman, Chose, Class, Clue, Drama, Durrell, Envy. Envy? Nah, I can't be Envy. Uh Esco, Felly Fell, Green Lantern, Jazzy Jeff, K Slay, Khaled, Cool, Laz, Lilman, Megan Wright, Peacutter, Premier. I I would say different bag, different bag,
0: because once again, it's not hip hop. It's not hip-hop. It's not R&B. Ah, it's not is pop. Tough. Not okay.
1: Um, and he's more so a producer. Was it Timbaland? Nah, what? <laughs> it's not
0: Timbaland. He's more of an orchestrator than a producer. He's more like you know, he guides the, he leads the way on the track. You know what I mean? God damn it! He's um, like the, the spirit animal for the artist on the tracks. You know what I'm
1: saying? The spirit animal, <laughs> spirit. I I cannot believe this is fucking me up this bad. Uh, all right, you ready? Um. <laughs> want to i want to give up but i don't know oh my god how can i not get this miami 99 jams 2006 not rap not barely r&b not pop not reggae he's not a rapper he's not a producer he's an orchestrator and it's not khaled this
0: song is super safe if you had aunties sisters your mom on the car together it's super safe. This is I like believe a I long Johnson it. family vacation type of song. Johnson
1: like, family like, vacation type shit? Number one. Everybody
0: sing a song. I mean, no real, no real correlation to the movie, but just think like you're on a, you know, saying you're, you're going on a summer vacation and this song goes on the radio and the whole car is singing it.
1: If there's anybody listening right now that knows this, please let us know before you drop it in the if if but if, if, if you're listening to it right now, yeah, drop it in the comments. Let us know. Let us know on Discord. Let us know on Twitter before we actually drop this answer. Pause. Literally pause the show right now and drop the answer before we play this. I, I, This has been one of the more – we have to run this segment back because this just fucked me up. <laughs> this just fucked me up. Okay, I, I, I'm, I'm tapping out. I, 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 I don't want to tap. I, that's the thing. This is like the biggest cross face, and I don't want to tap. You know how they hold the hand, and they're like, I don't. I do not want to tap right now, but I have to tap. This is I March, have to
0: tap. April. It was a big song for them. And it looks like March, April, May, June. Yeah, so it ran that part of the year. But this is, like I said, he's an orchestrator. So when you hear, it, you're going to be like, oh, fuck, of course. God
1: damn it. Okay, I, I, I tap. I tap. You thank
0: God's forgotten about you? Here's some pain medicine. Let's go.
1: <laughs> Ain't no fucking way. <laughs> Ain't no fucking way. Number one. No, And you know what? You did hear this millions of times in South Florida. That's crazy. What? For real? Yes. Yes. The Kirk Franklin bag? If there was a time that X1023, like X1023 there would be moments where they don't play hip-hop uh huh. And they would have like their little segments where they do have their little Sunday segments or Monday joints or things like that. Especially going to school, Ricky Smiley oh. Morning Show, yeah. all yeah. that shit. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it! Dude. I wasn't thinking. I wasn't thinking gospel.
0: I, I tried to eliminate them all. I tried to
1: eliminate them all. Dude, if you told me gospel, I would. I would have guessed it. If you told me I gospel, I know. I know, man. Oh. God damn it! How did I not? That was a good segment. This segment. I'm upset. I'm upset that I did not get that. Definitely on AMP, live Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's so nice to meet you. Michelle Beadle, the Kid Merrill. Zach Sang Show, my show. With the number one show, oh you know what I'm saying, <laughs> pertaining to F1 out there. And I have a show on Amp called Josh and Around. Hi, I'm Lindsay Sterling. Come tune into my show, The Upside. <laughs>
0: you just say your name. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> I'm Justin, J5 Davis. Josh Pease.
1: Well, I wish I could give you the tea, but mine's just a little bit tart, and that's why it's called Leah's Lemonade. Make sure you tune into my show on Amp. On Amp. Thankfully, we've been playing a lot. Better stuff than some of these AI records that we've been talking about for the past couple of minutes. Shout out to those that have tapped in towards the recut Rex. Shout out the big big big. Shout out to Johnny Barnes who had tapped in to be coming when we talked about it on the last episode of Recut Gem. These
0: recut Rex are hitting pretty well, man. I must say. Yeah, no. Shout to John, man. Shout to Johnny Barnes, man. He's one of my favorite dudes in the in the Discord, man. He got the the, big dog. Yo, he he got the clip of our guy carrying cross to an ah that is like one of the funniest things ah, in my life right now. <laughs> so shout out to Johnny
1: Barnes, man. I'm just so confused. I, I don't know what And this, is, this match is from a couple of months ago. This isn't even anything recent. Karrion Cross was about to I, I think damn near he choked Drew McIntyre out. And he's like, I told you I was gonna do it to you. I told <laughs> Drew is lifeless. I told you I was gonna do it to you. I'm <sighs> ah, like, nigga, could you? And then he turned around. And I think he got Claymore straight in the face <laughs> and lost a match. I'm like, Gary, what the fuck? Are you- what are you uh, doing,
0: bro? Open palms, like open palms, like he's praising. This
1: is funny, man. Ah, yeah. It's kind of like it's kind like of Book- like Booker. T-ish. It's kind like of like Booker T. It's kind of like the roof a little bit, a little bit. I don't know about you. But I haven't had a chance to say this yet, but that nigga is stealing my sauce, and you know what we do to niggas who steal sauce, Vic.
0: Yeah, he gonna find out. The reality of wrestling is him on the outside looking in, and not on the inside looking out. Because I'm gonna call and get a copyright strike against Carry
1: On Cross. <laughs> Hold on, Buck. How are you gonna do that? Oh, that's not terrible, Vic. Oh, I'm sorry, Vic. I didn't. I didn't mean to make that so high. You never heard DMCA complaint, Vic. Now wait a minute. We're gonna have to revisit what you meant by stealing sauce. Whoa! (laughs) Into the cover. Oh, die, Jack! (laughs) (laughs) Die, Jack! You too big of a boy to be doing that, die, Jack. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Somersault plancha. That is one move that I've never tried to experiment with, Vic. I feel like I would be on my top dollar shit and bust my ass.
0: <laughs> well, hold on. Hold on, fucker. Hold that thought. We're running picture and picture and some shit USA commercials come on. Like <laughs> the worst shit they got. What is it about USA's Tuesday commercials, man? Going in, dick- going in,
1: going in, <laughs> going on, going on, going on, going on, going on, going on, on, going on, on, on.
0: Oh, there's a difference between Monday Night Raw commercials and NXT com- They're developmental commercials, okay?
1: They be having the commercials <laughs> for fucking shingles and shit on Tuesday. Oh, you're
0: going to get a, a platinum hover round commercial during <laughs> NXT. you never know what you're going to get.
1: But the recorrects are way better than these Tuesday Night commercials, I must say. But these episodes Recurrect is a little bit of tread music, homie. This is back before this shit got uh, how did they call it? Commercialized and institutionalized for a lot of you suck-ad, duck-ad niggas that made this shit something that it ain't. I think we'll wrap straight up for you, niggas. <laughs> 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 I, I, I was seeing you getting ready for something I was like, I don't know what he's gonna bring in. But <laughs> you know, because you can't, what it is. I think we'll wrap straight up for you niggas. Nah. Yo. Everybody wanna be the king of the side. <laughs> Oh my
0: gosh, man. But you know what? 2003, The Ascent of T.I. It it had to, you have to start it with the Never Scared remix, right? You've got to start with, with without the remix, excuse me, the original version Never Scared. I
1: was about to say, was, what was this? How did this verse start on Never Scared? I don't remember. I ain't bad. I don't kid no ass. I take shit. I'm a
0: grown man. Find you somebody to play with. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the only thing I remember from Never Scared is, hey, yo, front, back, side to side <laughs> never let a punk ass nigga slide dog you a dead man let me dead meat I've been on Wall Street Beat Street Greg Street <laughs> I style with your hammers I wow with your nana doggy style on the hand when he said doggy style on the hammer even as a 12 year old I'm like that sounds yeah. insanely uncomfortable would never ever <laughs> A no, you that's get ripped a, apart. A, that's different dog you kids ain't smart pop 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 been a none something, something. Uh, several strips. not from Houston but shit wow actually I, I did not I, I swear to God I did not plan this but as we talk about not from Houston but shit call me Lil Flip that actually does remind me it ain't my business to say <laughs> who's, who's business
0: what, is it? What, did he, what did he say he said it, he said uh, it ain't my business when he had them damn goals in his mouth on beef he's like it ain't my <laughs>
1: business <No! laughs> <laughs> the big ass gold. Yes, yes. It was an era that kind of kicked off my um it was an era that kind of kicked off my it kind it was an era that kicked off my time here in the south that I wasn't too sure about at first mm-hmm. because admittedly speaking coming in here Christmas 2003 it's going to be 20 years at the end of this year. I wasn't really feeling it. I was coming from the tri-state area and making my way down to South Florida. I did not know what I was here for, but one Oh three, five, the beat actually started off my first moments in wanting to hear a lot more Southern records and realizing, wow, I'm really in the South. As we talk about TI and Lil flip, the two records are rubber band, man. And this is the way we ball by Lil flip. I wasn't positive of how much more I was going to hear from that in that early 2004 area. By that time, way we ball was already two years old, but you know, on the radio, you could hear plenty of different things, especially from the South, South Florida loved so many things from Texas. So many things from Georgia. Uh, we didn't even have the, the big Florida Renaissance until like two years after that. So the 2006 Renaissance didn't even happen until like two years later, but having those two records kick off the Southern moment for me. Until Crunk Juice happened. Crunk Juice was one of the best things that I ever heard in the, in the South at that point in time.
0: Yeah. I can imagine hearing Crunk Juice in South Florida. That's crazy.
1: Crunk Juice in South Florida had nothing but 12-year-olds and 13-year-olds. When you fall up in the club and them niggas want a mug. When you step up to the molds what they go do? Shit! What they go do? Shit! What they go do? Shit! What they Hold oh,
0: no, 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 no. <laughs> on, hold do? And all I say, the pitbull verse.
1: And all I say, shit. And all I say, shit. That was the little Chico pitbull combo. That was that. That was the. That, was, the, that, was, that the was definitely a different side of pitbull oh damn it man somebody got floored R- in that video i can't remember yes. that tvt era somebody got floored in that video i can't remember that was a big tvt era yes. but man that's the main thing that i remember about trap music rubber band man kicking off one of the things i was like i could i could get down with a lot of these things that are happening in the south and by that time trap music ends up blowing up 24s was probably out by the time of that happened. i want to say 24s was before rubber band man if i must say if yes. I if i do yes. recall Yes. So I didn't hear that as of yet, and b- before we even moved to Florida, I did not. He- I can't remember hearing twenty fours in Connecticut. So yeah, it wouldn't I- happen if I wouldn't yeah. have. Yeah, I don't but think did you, so.
0: Did you get high ninety seven and hot ninety three seven in in the area?
1: I'm trying to remember what was the Connecticut rap station, and I truly don't remember. So usually we were trying to tap into Hot 97, and I'm pretty confident that we could listen to Hot 97 in Connecticut. I don't think it was something that I was like I had to I had to scope online and take a look for the Hot 97 link. I don't think it was there yet uh, in uh, Connecticut. Florida, yes. I, we had to camp out for Hot 97 links and and hold them down so that none of them got pulled by the um, time the Hot 97 was like, all right, let's not give everybody this error anymore. Let's actually give them the live radio for now.
0: Yeah, nah, I remember those days the underground streams the hot 97 were fall that was those are the days Mm -hmm. but um oh man i just lost my train of thought oh so yeah so no hot 93 7 in Hartford didn't come around to like 2001 i want to say oh one yeah
1: the main thing that i remember about a rap station in connecticut they were actually playing eminem bully on the radio and that was one of the few times that i actually heard bully outside outside of it being like being a a record that you heard on whatever Green Lantern tape and thing like that, like that was how hungry people were for Eminem in that two thousand two, two thousand three area that people were playing a fucking disc record on the radio.
0: Oh, they were playing Hell Mary on the radio, crazy in DC. They're playing Hell Mary. Oh, big time! They played that joint like all weekend. The weekend it came out, like <laughs> DC radio was playing the fuck out of it.
1: Wow, that's crazy. I, I can't, I can't remember. I can't remember if I heard Hell Mary. I do remember Bully though. But from a trap music perspective. That blown up. And then, obviously, in South Florida, a big record was, hey, let's get away oh, and get yeah. a room on the other side of town. Classy. Hey, baby, I'm thinking of you. And then the big controversial record that was out here in South Florida that we actually have talked about in gems before, the Kanye West produced, Doing My Job. Very, very big classic that T.I. had, that clearly Rick Ross had beforehand that made its way into the hands of T.I., that put Rick Ross on the couch with a Cleveland Cavaliers jersey <laughs> and had him go. Fuck Ti nigga, classic, big classic record.
0: That is crazy, man. Yo, the most I remember about trap music is that as my first uh, like commercial radio internship, yeah. And um, one of my big homies now, he gave me trap music. Like it was the promo copy. He just you know they got plenty of CDs just laying around. So he's like, huh, you want this one? Hell yeah, it's Ti (laughs) Ti. Yeah, and this is like a week before trap music came out too. Promo CDs, just that's how I figured out. Once I started working at the radio station, I'm like, oh. This is how albums leak. They're sending, <laughs> <them> to, <laughs> they're sending them to like radio stations and DJs two weeks before the street date. Mm-hmm. So that's how like albums were leaking left and right. I mean, I'm not just saying it was just the DJs and Radio's fault, but these copies of albums are going into so many people's hands. If there's just radio, there's other industry people that have these copies as well. So it's nothing to get your hands on, you know, an album before it drops. Um, so yeah, no, nah, I, I was happy to have that before we hit the streets and I went back to the neighborhood and it was like, ha ha. Y'all wanna listen to this new T.I. album? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and he was, ha ha, wow, you were flexing it.
0: it? But I mean, a day like a day or two later, it was already out. So, you know, it was like, yeah. once again, we're in the we're in that era, you know? So, was,
1: that's, that's what I remember. Him. And that turned him into the Southern Jay-Z, homie. Anybody got a problem with it, y'all nigga can say something fresh to me. And then by that time, we had down with the king between himself, <laughs> live and direct to the straight to the A-Town nigga, Westside Bankhead nigga, so for Grand Hustle pimp. Say I'm mad, huh? <laughs> Yo, Redacted. Ass gonna be mad in a minute. Sit said, nigga.
0: Oh, man. Having Scarface in the mixtape for like, just, just hum kindly. was he kindly shitting on Flip? Like, kindly, though? It wasn't like...
1: Scarface it, is the king of the South. Pussy nigga, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm cool with face. I mean, he know that you a sucker. I said, guys, do we have to do, we have to do this? I mean, honestly. No, but the biggest low blow, I, obviously, there are a whole bunch of low blows. But the low blow that I was like, all right, come on, was then he played, and I'll adore you. I treat you like milk. I'll do nothing but spoil you.
0: <laughs> it's an all-time bad line. It really is, like, up there. But it's kind of, like, classic now. It's like, it, <laughs>
1: It's Sunshine a classic is Sunshine a cl- 20 years later. It's Sunshine a Classic.
0: Yeah. you know, you know why I would say that? Because Tiger and Janae Aiko just remade
1: it. Like, oh two yes. Ago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? like, if they doing that, can you hate? That is true. Flip flip doesn't have too many moments like I don't see too many people flipping game over. Travis had his moment with Al Faro when he, when he did uh I can do that. And he put that in, I think he put that in Drive or something like that. And I think somebody else just flipped. Um, Oh, my God. Who was it? Wes Denzel. It's out of Wes Denzel. He flipped. He flipped. I can do that. But he definitely taps in a lot of his Houston culture already. So he already knows what that is. But I would like to see. Here's the thing about these 2000 rappers, man. This thing that we talk about, these 2000 rappers. We had just brought up uh, Chingy being the number one record in 2003. A lot of these things just end up being tongue-in-cheek. But back then, I did enjoy a lot of Lil' Flip. I wasn't tapping into Clover G's. I'm not gonna say yeah, I was yeah, a Clover yeah. G's
0: nigga. Yeah, I was listening to uh I met that dude that's on the beef DVD too. Was it Al Capone or something like that?
1: Whatever. K-L-K-A whatever K-A-P-O-N-E, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, real yeah. Al
0: Capone. Yeah. He was like when when T when 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 I said something, something, something. Well, those two dudes right here.
1: Yeah, like that, that guy.
0: Like I met him. He was with uh Lil' Flip. But um, yeah, man, I enjoyed right there. I love One Call Away to this day. It was mm-hmm. an amazing song. This is not like a, you know, ironic pick. These are good songs.
1: So you said you was with your Mama Bank of America. Asking, cashing Cash and a check. So you asked out of respect, uh, would you like to explore the world? Like, blah, blah, de- blah, in my jet. Reply was, mm. y- can I ask you something? <laughs> I seen it in a row. Mama looking like all I wanted was sex. Also, it's, another
0: great album, 2003. Lil Kim La Bella Mafia, man.
1: That's what you've been tapping into this week? Hey, that's a fire <laughs> recorrect.
0: I listened to that album not too long ago. Um, came back for you is fire. I want to say Kanye produced that. Mm-hmm. Um, he did. I, I love the song with Styles P. Get in touch with us at the time. I actually, mm-hmm. I worked at the high school radio station because was, I was in the radio broadcasting and journalism program. And I played Get in Touch With Us on the radio, man. I never forget that shit. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I cleaned it up myself. It's nowhere near a radio song, but I just like I have the freedom to do this. So well,
1: like, you didn't have the radio edit, so you you had to say touch and then just, just yeah. put it over the the fuck. fuck is like oh
0: you know the reverse thing is just ish oh can't can't oh yeah yeah I do all of that I had to take the time the sweet time to edit that song, but it was worth <laughs> it though. I had to play it on the school radio station, which is unheard of. But um, La Bella La Bella Mafia was a good album though. I liked it way better than the uh. Naked Truth that got five mics.
1: Oh man, the five micer. I didn't even realize, yo, I didn't even, I haven't even touched the first recut rec that we had of the five mic albums. I said that I was going to try and listen to it from a different perspective because I only did it. I did it when I was 13, 14. Those are clearly different eras that I have at 32. I said I was going to do it again. I haven't started e Oh, actually, I did. I've only done one album. It's that De La Soul album that we covered. Okay. Just yeah. that one album. The other lists, uh the other albums that are on that list have not tested. I'm gonna eventually do it if anybody wants to join me on the journey. I'm gonna eventually do it. But the only one that I've done is that De La Soul album. I I don't know how I'm gonna feel about Naked Truth. La Bella Mafia is clearly way better than Naked Truth. And Lighters Up is is talked about ironically because you know, some people love it, some people don't. How was just um,
0: like, time? Like I was like whatever at the time. I think I, I, I like by the time I heard Lighters Up, I probably already found out that they got like a, a five mic rating because it was like the hype was so everywhere. Yeah, was going into jail, but still going to prison rather. But um, yeah, I I didn't like that with a my niggas pull triggers, <laughs> <Poor>
1: triggers. <laughs> whoa, 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 in the club we poppin' bottles, the
0: fuck out of here, please.
1: Hated he had Cat Williams on it. See, I had cat Williams. I heard she dead broke. I heard she sniffing coke. Shut up, bitch. That That's was a right. yeah. That was a that was an eye. That was an eye. You were saying your head at that. that. Was like yo know, five mics. <laughs> I was like, yo, for
0: real? That's what we doing? Oh like, yo, I, I, I couldn't buy it, man. man. I remember seeing a CD. It had like the little remember the stickers to come on albums, like you know the new album with featuring Lil Kenlin. yeah. yeah they had the five mics on the fucking cover i was like yo stop stop it just sell the album fuck the hype
1: and it was right before she went to go to jail and yeah. that was the big that was a big selling point big talking point big time but labilla mafia 10 times better she's elbow dropping eve elbow dropping uh who else was the elbow foxy Foxy called it um
0: yeah, this is a great time. I mean, we always talk about, of course, when you talk about 2003, you talk about Get Rich or Die Trying, you talk about Speaker Box, Love Below, you talk about the Black Album. Speaker but Box. But there were more albums. You yeah, Speaker Box. There were, there were more albums, and I'm glad we we got to highlight trap music because that's a beyond a seminal album for that era. It mm-hmm. kicked off, you know, I would say a certain strain of T.I., Jeezy, and Wayne with Wayne already being out. But, of course, his career Pivots to another and goes to another level the next year, starting with the first Carter. So it just kicks off an entire era, in my opinion.
1: I still, I honestly still don't think that T.I. gets the I guess the, guess the uh, 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 superstar credit that I feel like he should get in between that 2004, 2008 era. Like, obviously, ATL, huge movie. Uh, I think you would ask a good, out of 100 people, I would say 90 something are going to tell you that that's a classic and they remember where they were and how music sounded and all that stuff, especially if you're in Atlanta. I would assume that you would know a whole lot of that at that time. The two jail stints did not help anything for TI. That's all I was about to say. I was
0: about to say that that's the that's the thing that derailed TI from being at a certain stature where mm-hmm. in my eyes today, I feel like people actually put Jeezy over TI when it comes to like importance and stature and mm-hmm. impact and all of that significance, whatever you want to say, I, I'm like, yo, you <laughs> Were y'all not around from 2003 to 2008? Like, this guy was top
1: of the top. Paper Trail was such a, a pop moment, a I rap moment. Pop. Yeah. And then, you know, everything happens as far as him going back to jail. So then you have to prepare for a year and a day. Yeah, U-turn killed
0: That U-turn killed the, the, the momentum for sure.
1: Yeah. The, uh, after after a year and a day, I was like, all right, we'll see T.I. in a year. Like, yeah. it'll, it'll be okay. <laughs> he did good with the beef of Shotty Low. Nothing happened with the ludicrous beef. Uh, I think there was a third beef that he had at the time. And I was like, all right, I's pretty good because Paper Trail is doing so crazy. He's going to do a re-release. And then he turned himself in like 2009. He does his, he does his year in a day. I'm like, okay, time to get back on track. Then the U-turn happens, and I'm like, Nego, what the fuck? That's when No Mercy was all black and white.
0: Yeah, he was and, like... Uh,
1: <laughs> and he had the... <laughs> it was worse... <laughs> <laughs> What's worse is the the Chris Brown Hello, Oh how there can you hear me? And it was fresh off Rihanna. I was like, T.I. I don't know what we're doing right now, but this is a Hail Mary. I can't guarantee you're gonna be this nice in the next year that you're gonna or whatever couple months that you have to do after that, but I cannot guarantee you anything, T.I.
0: You should have got OJ on the outro. Just go all the way. You know what I'm saying? You got <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just get
1: OJ out there. Do you know you me. All. <laughs> this is uh damn i can't even remember how to hook went take care y'all yeah <laughs> hope you do good in jail couldn't be me though take care take care y'all <laughs> he goes on that fucking scooter <laughs> that bullshit ass scooter they be riding around that damn golf course that bullshit <laughs> come on man oh, orenthal Poor, well, I was about to say poor Ortho. I'm not saying poor Ornitha. Holy shit. Please correct yourself, Mark. We'll leave you with those. We'll leave you with those for the ReCut Rex. Two great, great albums that hopefully you tap into. Uh, we'll see you again in another two weeks for another black print bonus of ReCut Gems. If you got... I, I, I hope nobody lies. Don't lie to me and say that you got the segment right. If you did, I'm calling Cap. And you, you know what? I'm just gonna. i say, prove it. That's it. I'm just gonna say, prove it. That's it. Prove it.
0: You know, just don't show your, just show, it. show your homework. Right. Show your work. Show your show work. Show
1: your show your work in you getting the segment right from Plus because I feel like Plus is gonna be able to get me again. But I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get the next segment right. I don't know what image we're gonna have for this segment. But Amen. I'm getting my. I'm getting my lick back. I will say that.
0: Guess guess the hit. Guess the ranking. I don't know. What guess
1: <laughs> guess that. the hit. Guess the hit.
0: Guess the hit. I don't know. We have to figure this out.
1: Yeah, we'll think, of it. We'll, we'll think of it. We'll think of it. We'll think of it. it yeah. for the next two. You know, we'll figure it out. Till then, we will see you on another Black Prim bonus for the month of May. Holy shit, April's already over. Um, but you know where to tap us in. Uh, you know where to tap in with us. My man, on Twitter, A plus on Twitter as well. A underscore plus, I should say. Excuse me, on Twitter and Instagram as well. And we'll have some. And plen- we'll have plenty of other things to talk about in the world of Recut Gems. So until then, we will see you then. Peace.